welcome to Hope Worth Repeating, a weekly podcast segment of Behind the Mic Podcasts with Mike Stone. My name is Amanda Valentine, not like the upcoming holiday, but with an A in the middle, and I am honored to hold this safe and sacred space with you every Thursday to share from a diverse group of authors and their works quotes that I pray will bring you hope. Each week, I will provide you the link to the featured work and creator so you have the opportunity to dive deeper into hope worth repeating. If you have experienced tragic loss in your life and feel you can't breathe sometimes because of the pain, you're in the right place. If you're grieving because of something someone did to you, you're in the right place. If you feel stuck in a dark place, wondering if you'll ever see the sun again, I welcome you to this place of grace. Take a nice deep breath. Roll your shoulders back a few times as I share hope worth repeating from my featured author, Jerry Sitzer, and his painful yet hope-filled book, A Grace Disguised, Revised and Expanded, How the Soul Grows Through Loss. I actually read Jerry's book years ago after an extremely painful loss in my family. This edition of his book celebrates the 25th anniversary of his original manuscript, which he penned just a few years after his own tragic loss. This new edition adds a couple of chapters of how Jerry and his surviving children are doing now and how they have grown through their loss. It's like you get to see what happens after the end of the movie, like we all do. What happens now? They've told us all this. Jerry has explained this, these things to us, but what's happening in his life now as a result? I love that he's added this because it will give you even more hope of what life can be even after suffering tragic loss. Jerry's book does not sugarcoat pain or give false promise that our pain from loss will ever completely go away. This is not a book of platitudes and cliches and positive thinking. It's a realistic, gut-wrenching at times, book that actually causes you to sit with and enter into the darkness of grief. Jerry Sitzer knows tragic pain. He lost three precious members of his family to a drunk driver, his mother, his wife, and his four-year-old daughter. He and his other children were spared death, but not spared the aching grief. Jerry describes what it was like watching his family members die right there on the interstate. So Jerry is not writing from a place of philosophy he is writing from his own painful, life-altering experience with grief. Here's what Jerry has to say about loss. If normal, natural, reversible loss is like a broken limb, then catastrophic loss is like an amputation. The results are permanent, the impact incalculable, the consequences cumulative. He also states, that no two losses are ever the same. Each loss stands on its own and inflicts a unique kind of pain. 
What makes each loss so catastrophic is its devastating, cumulative, and irreversible nature. Everyone experiences loss at some point. But Jerry specifically hones in on those losses that cannot be reversed, like an amputation. Losses such as losing a child through miscarriage or death, becoming divorced, losing a friend, losing a parent, losing mobility or motor function or memory due to a disease. These things are irreversible, painful, deep soul hurts. One mistake we can make while dealing with loss is comparing our losses with others. This is what Jerry has to say about that. Quote, the right question to ask is not whose is worse. It is rather what meaning can be gained from suffering and how can we grow through suffering? See, this starts the beginning of hope in the book. The fact that we're asking how we can grow through suffering means that we can actually grow through suffering. And that is at least a glimmer of hope. I love what he says next. I mean, I love this whole book. So much good stuff. Painful, but good. This is one you've got to read cover to cover. I know I say that about every book, but this book is powerful, especially if you have experienced loss in your life or are experiencing grief now. Here's what he says, quote, loss itself does not have to be the defining moment of our lives. Instead, the defining moment can be our response to the loss. It is not what happens to us that matters as much as what happens in us. It is not what happens to us that matters as much as what happens in us. What a powerful statement. As Jerry states next, quote, loss forces us to see the dominant role our environment plays in determining our happiness. Loss strips us of the props we rely on for our well-being. It knocks us off our feet and puts us on our backs. In the experience of loss, we come to the end of ourselves. But in coming to the end of ourselves, we can also come to the beginning of a vital relationship with God. Our failures can lead us to grace and to a profound spiritual awakening. Sometimes when those props that we rely on for our well-being are taken away from us, well, not sometimes, all the time, whatever we were leaning on, when it's gone, we fall. And sometimes we fall hard and don't feel like we may ever get up again. This quote also mentions the word failure. And I want to talk about that for a minute because we're talking about loss and experiencing loss and he suddenly brings up failure. So what does he mean by failure here? He's not talking about the loss being a failure. Although there are times that our own failures bring about loss. But what Jerry is referring to is our failure to respond to the loss appropriately. We try to numb the loss in a number of ways, self-medicating, self-indulging behaviors. And with as painful as loss is, this is not surprising, but those behaviors will delay our healing. Isolation will delay our healing, but they also 
can make us aware of God's grace and his unconditional love for us. Even in the self-medicating, even in the self-indulging, even in the isolation, we can become aware of God's grace and that he loves us right where we are. I love this next quote so much. Quote, in coming to the end ourselves, we have come to the beginning of our true and deepest selves. We have found the one whose love gives shape to our being. That's beautiful. As hard as it is to feel out of control and at the end of our rope, we see more clearly than ever in that sacred space who we really are and what really gives us life. It's amazing how Jerry talks about it and really talks through with us his tragic loss. He talks about his anger, his lost identity, his desire for revenge, his despair and depression. And then he says this, quote, the tragedy pushed me toward God even when I did not want him. And in God, I found grace even when I wasn't looking for it. Have you been there before? I've been there before and lost, where I haven't even been able to talk to God. I haven't even wanted to because I really had nothing to say. I was upset, I was angry. I felt like my situation was so unfair. How could God allow it? There is painful, painful loss, but he, friends, there is also grace and hope to be found and received. The pain may never fully go away, but you can grow through loss. I highly recommend this book as a helpful tool for your journey. I want to thank you for listening today. This isn't a bright and sunny topic, <laughs> something hard to talk about, but it's important that we go through loss in community. It's important that we talk about our loss and it's important that we know there is hope in our loss. I wanna thank you for listening today. This is a new podcast with the sole intent to spread hope in Jesus to everyone who listens. Please share and like and rate and review so that hope worth repeating can go everywhere God intends it to go. I would also like to get to know you friends, so, so please dialogue with me in the comments or find me on social media. Let me give you some reflection questions to help you get started processing this book and this podcast. How does Jerry's description of loss resonate with you? What is a loss you have experienced that has you feeling stuck in hopelessness and pain? Are you at the end of yourself wondering where God is? Friend, he is with you. He promised he would never leave you and that he is close to the brokenhearted. Instead of trying so hard, let yourself just be. He will meet you where you are and that is hope worth repeating. A special thanks to Mike Stone of Behind the Mic Podcasts for the opportunity and for spreading hope through his weekly Sunday awesome podcast, which is gearing up for season six in February. I hope that you will listen. It's going to be great. I'll be back next week with a new author and book to share. 
Today's book and author are linked in the show notes, as well as how you can follow me on social media. I'll end today with a prayer. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you hope. Bye for now, friends. I look forward to your comments and we'll hold this space for you next week for some more hope worth repeating.